I get started with today's podcast episode, I want to say thank you to Carolina Urbinati, who sent a message today saying this, your podcast is more useful in my English journey than many expensive courses I've taken. Thank you so much, Carolina. I am grateful and happy that uh, you find you, me, and words to be helpful. As always, let's keep on learning and let's keep our English learning journey going as far as we possibly can. Also, one very important announcement for all you wonderful supporters of this wonderful podcast is the following. As you are reading the actual text to this podcast, please remember the following. In terms of the new words, I have highlighted the nouns in pink, all adjectives in green, and all verbs in blue. I wanted to tell you this so that you are aware as you read and listen to the podcast. And for those of you who would love to become supporters of our podcast, you absolutely can. It's $4 per month. You can find the link to our Patreon in our Instagram bio. You should know that uh, today's podcast episode is called From Rags to Riches. From Rags to Riches. But why? What does from rags to riches even mean? Well, I promise you that by the end of this episode, all of that will be crystal clear to you. One translation of the word rags is old and dirty clothes. So if we say he or she is wearing rags, what we really are saying is he or she is wearing old, dirty clothes. In that sense, we usually make the connection that if someone is wearing rags, they probably don't have a lot of money. They are probably poor. Out of the expression rags, we have created this expression, from rags to riches, from rags to riches, which basically means when someone who used to be very poor actually becomes very rich. Just to give you a very familiar example here, in Disney's movie Cinderella, we know that Cinderella is first poor, she is wearing rags, but then she marries a prince and becomes rich. So, in that sense, Cinderella goes from rags to riches. But... It's not Cinderella that I would like to talk about today. It's not any woman who was somehow saved by a prince that I would like to talk about today. Instead, I would like to talk about none other than Oprah Winfrey, a beloved American television host who went from rags to riches in a way that you can't possibly even imagine. You see, once upon a time in the small town of 
Kosciuszko, Mississippi, a little girl named Oprah Gail Winfrey was born on January 29, 1954. Mississippi is located in the South. In other words, Mississippi is a Southern state. Little did the world know that this girl who came from a very poor and humble background would grow up to become one of the most influential, influential, which means powerful and successful women in the world. In fact, according to Google, today, Oprah Winfrey is worth more than $2.5 billion. But Oprah's childhood was very far from any kind of money and fame. In fact, her childhood was filled with many challenges. Her parents were not married and they separated soon after she was born. As a result, she spent her early years living with her grandmother, Hattie May Lee. At that time, life was tough and they lived in poverty, extreme lack of money and resources. Now look, anytime anything is tough in life, it is difficult. It is challenging. Anytime anyone lives in poverty, that person simply doesn't have any money or that person has very little money. So, her childhood was filled with many challenges. Her parents were not married and they separated soon after she was born. As a result, she spent her early years living with her grandmother, Hattie May Lee. At that time, life was tough and they lived in poverty. Now, you might wonder, but how poor were they, teacher? Well, to give you an idea, Oprah's family was so poor that she would wear dresses made from potato sacks. Yes, you read that correctly. Yes, you heard that correctly. Dresses made from potato sacks. In other words, dresses made from potato bags. Now, imagine yourself as a young kid going to school wearing a potato bag. What do you think kids at school are going to do when they see you? They are going to mock you. They are going to ridicule you. They are going to make fun of you. That's exactly what the kids at Oprah's school did. They mocked her, they ridiculed her, they made fun of her. Notice here how I suddenly conjugated all three verbs to mock, to ridicule, to make in the simple past tense. So it's mocked, ridiculed, and made. So, as Oprah arrived to school wearing a dress made out of potato bags, the kids at school mocked her, ridiculed her, they made fun of her. However, Oprah's difficult childhood didn't stop her from being an ambitious and bright student. When you are ambitious, you are determined, you don't give up easily. 
when you are bright, you are smart, you are intelligent. So even though Oprah had a difficult childhood, that didn't stop her from being an ambitious and bright student. She learned to read and write at an early age, and her grandmother played an essential role in her education. Her grandmother played an important role in her education. Hattie Mae Lee encouraged Oprah to recite, to recite, which basically means to repeat from memory Bible verses and participate in church events, which helped her develop a strong sense of self-confidence. By the way, if you develop a strong sense of self-confidence, that means that you believe in yourself. You also have to remember that Oprah's childhood was very unstable. She moved from place to place a lot. For example, when Oprah was six years old, she moved in with her mother, Vernita Lee, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Unfortunately, her new life was filled with even more struggles. Struggles are difficult times, challenging times. She was often left alone, neglected, basically not taken care of, and suffered from abuse where she was treated badly and harmed. Despite these hardships, Oprah remained a dedicated, uh, committed student and excelled did very well in school. Oprah's life took a significant, very important turn when she moved in with her father, Vernon Winfrey, in Nashville, Tennessee. Vernon, a strict but caring parent, provided the structure, you know, the order, the organization, and support that Oprah needed. Under her father's guidance, help, or advice, she began to thrive, to thrive. So she began to grow or develop well academically, so in her studies and socially, in her relationships with others. In high school, Oprah discovered her passion for public speaking and drama. She joined the speech team and won numerous or many awards, including a full scholarship to Tennessee State University. By the way, you should remember the word scholarship from episode number 143. Oprah's hard work, determination, and talent helped her secure, helped her get her first job in the media industry as a radio host. Oprah's rise to fame, popularity, and success began when she became the youngest and first black American woman to anchor, to present the news at Nashville's WLAC TV. Her empathetic, uh, you know, understanding and, and sharing others' feelings and charismatic nature. So charismatic is like having a magnetic or charming personality, right? So her empathetic and charismatic nature 
resonated with viewers. It connected deeply with viewers, leading her to a successful career in television. In 1986, she launched the Oprah Winfrey Show, which became the highest rated, most popular talk show in American television history. Her ability to discuss sensitive, you know, private or delicate topics and connect with people from all walks of life made her a beloved or loved figure around the world. Oprah Winfrey's story is a testament, you know, proof to the power of resilience, ability to recover from difficulties and determination. From her challenging childhood to her incredible success, she serves as an inspiration to us all. Oprah's journey from rags to riches teaches us that no matter where we come from or what obstacles you see, challenges or barriers we face, we can achieve greatness if we believe in ourselves and work hard. I hope you enjoyed getting to know Oprah Winfrey a bit more. Thank you so much for listening. I will be back tomorrow, Tuesday, with a brand new podcast episode.